we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring so you guys around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host, Matthew. How you doing, Eddie? It smells like Christmas in my apartment, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> I'm gonna, I guess I'll be a little bit more chill this uh, this episode because I'm not comfortable in my place. But yeah, you're on my territory, so simmer yeah. down right now. I'm feeling that <laughs> holiday spirit. You got a three-wick candle, not from Karen Huger. No, I'm not messing around here. Like, I, Not a one-wick, not a two-wick. I at least got a three-wick. I'm not as cool as wendy though no five or seven wick here but yeah a beautiful three week uh three week three wick holiday candle and it smells like holiday in here this is the best candle you i got this last year for yeah i got little baby ones for my friends for christmas because they were such great little stocking stuffers and uh now you got the big boy i went in for the big one this year because this has to last me through january and it won't. It'll last me no. two weeks. And the way that we use candles, no, this will be this will be gone in uh, yeah, a week. Yeah, but I want to, you know, Thanksgiving's next week, and I wanted to feel festive, and I haven't gotten, like, a fake artificial tree yet, so the candle was the oh, next best thing. Like, I have room for a fake artificial tree. You will not be seeing that at Christmas in my apartment in New York, but I'll, I'll figure it out. Okay, I've got great. plants. Before we start talking about Bravo, we have a couple of things I want to, like, discuss in the Bravo news. Oh, okay, great. First, fire away. We know that Ultimate Girls Trip premiered early. Yes, the official premiere date was actually today, Thursday, when we're recording, but it turns out they came out a couple days early. So we will cover it. We just (laughs) we're we're thinking we're thinking about something special and fun because we're not going to include it in this episode. So keep your eyes peeled. Well, yeah, we were thinking about not having an episode next week because it's Thanksgiving and we'll all be you know celebrating being grateful all that good stuff so we were thinking perhaps we would take that time to maybe have an episode and just devote it to girls trip but we're figuring it out and we'll let you know we'll let you all know and this is a little bit more somber news but i have to say it because she touched my life she was a light in it even though i did not know her lois lisa's mother lisa renna's mother has passed away i completely forgot which was sad moment everyone talked about it on bravo i mean it was always such a joy seeing her on screen uh-huh she was so full of life even in her older age well, and it and was so like incredible to see when we were watching the re- uh the reunion and the, i think they did a small package with her in it yeah and we both were like wow she is so alive and sharp at in her mid-90s like that is such a blessing like that's amazing like hope she makes it till 100 i think i even said that said that and it, i Probably it's been it. a trying year now, but it's it's good to see the Bravo community gather around in support of Lisa. Even if you have an issue with Lisa, you loved Lois. Everyone did. Oh, so Lois often made up for the things that Lisa said and did. So rest in peace, dear Lois. We love you. All right. Should we move on to Salt Lake City? Yeah, let's start with Salt Lake. I, you know, again, I get nervous when Bravo promises us these really exciting episodes but this was really great this was a fantastic episode i i mean like we said before it's an entire episode in the bus on the way to Vale. they haven't even made it to Vale. no the last like five minutes they made it to Vale and had dinner with meredith which we'll get to that part because that part they crammed in a bunch of stuff to leave us with before the end of the episode but yeah for sure it was mostly on the bus so the first thing i have to say is 
I mean, I would have reacted honestly the same way that Lisa Barlow did. Calling my husband, stressed out, calling all of my lawyers, trying to figure out what's going on from like a... Really? Yes. Because... Oh my God. I hope I'm never in a crisis with you ever, ever. Only, only if I'm on television, it's one of my best friends. She must think that she's implicated in some way. Why? See, For the same reason that Sutton called her lawyers. No. See, I think that's ridiculous. I think that is so silly. Really? Just I'm so, you don't see any the reason why Lisa did that is because she is she does business with Jen. Yeah. No. Like rem, like uh what's her fucking face from Beverly Sutton. Hills? Sutton literally has absolutely no connection to Erica whatsoever true, except for true. the fact that they're on the same TV show and they talk sometimes. Lisa is freaking out because a they have business entanglements and b I think that Lisa like doesn't do everything above board either and is now having a panic attack and we're watching it unfold. I'm sorry, you call all seven of your lawyers. Hey, That's you got ridiculous. seven. You gotta call them all. I know you're more you're more Heather. Be like, I watch CSI. Like the I feel best like the world them. is more Heather than Lisa. Let's just look, let's just call a spade a spade. Like most people, I would be have the mindset if of my, Heather. Gay. If I had business entanglements. You know, not everyone lives their life above board, above water, you know, like calling your lawyers and just like and asking them like, hey, just want to just double check and make sure like I know that we've worked with them in the past, but we're good. Right. Just that is fine. But to panic like that so quickly and think about yourself immediately makes me think, I mean, Lisa's a self-absorbed person to begin with, but it makes me go, what's going on in Lisa's business dealings? I mean, Heather was also nervous too because it was in front of her place of business and people thought it was for Heather. Right, but then she was like, let's go to Vail. Let's go to Vail. What are we going to do? Like, (laughs) just, you love Lisa. I don't get it. I don't don't get get it. it. Okay, well, they were all kind of, for the most part, chill until, though, the article came out and then they started reading and freaking out. I mean, Heather was in tears. Lisa was freaking out. Whitney was freaking out. Well, I think Whitney was the least freaking out because Whitney's like, I know everything. Well, we know that Lisa was feeling bad because she kept saying, I honestly feel so bad. I honestly feel so bad over and over (laughs) and over. But again, I I believe that Heather was genuinely crying for what this is going to do to Jen's life, specifically her husband and her children and her kids and her family. Lisa, I think, was like, oh, I should probably start talking about how bad I feel about everybody else and literally started to like after the lawyers. Wait, no, wait, no. I honestly feel so bad. Wait, no, no way. I feel so bad. Like, are you fucking kidding me? I honestly, as much (laughs) as I said, like, I thought you would be Heather in this situation. Now thinking about it, you're Jenny. I'm Whitney. I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. I, okay. Jenny, first of all, well, I am Jenny in that I would totally go through Jen's bag and be like, oh, there's all these treats we can eat. Let's fucking do it. Yeah, like the body hungry boy. Yet? I don't care. I'm hungry. This is a long trip to Vail. I am more though, like Whitney being like, oh, all of the shit that I've been thinking about her is true. All of the things that I kind of have been doing my little legwork research on, it all makes sense now. Like this is all Exactly what I thought was going on. I'm a, I'm Whitney in this situation, one thousand percent. I I do see that. I I'm I'm sorry for throwing everyone else on you before we found out the real, <laughs> the real one. 
I had to laugh though because we watched Ozarks this year. We caught up oh, before the new season. Obsessed. It's a fabulous show. And I loved Heather being like, "Well, there's a bunch of ways to launder money. Strip joints. That's a humdinger. Like so <laughs> good. Like so construction. Good. That's she, a great she, one. She was like, "That's a great one." It was killing me because I was thinking the same thing. I was like, "Hmm." I mean, I've also watched Good Girls, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is another show <laughs> oh about money laundering, God. where they print money and then they launder it through. I mean, they clean the money through shopping at like big stores. So you're ready to commit fraud is what you're telling <laughs> Basically us. Basically, what I'm trying to say is, uh, no, I would never commit fraud. I would. I do not want to go to. I would not do well in jail. I mean, I would do well in jail, but not in the way that I <laughs> want to do well. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so awful and so true. But uh, what killed me, I think was how much Meredith doesn't give a fuck. No. Well, first of all, all, doesn't give a fuck about what she's wearing because she literally showed up to the house in a white fur and like a pink sixties go-go like dress that's cut to her. I was like, what is she wearing into this? Like viewing of the house before anything happened. It was so bizarre. So bizarre. And then Lisa kind of gives her, you know, lets her know what's going on. Have you checked your phone? Watch the news. What's going on? Meredith doesn't, drop a bead of sweat, doesn't blink an eye, doesn't shed a tear, just goes, honestly, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. While in the bathtub. <laughs> not even getting up out of a bubble bath. Just being like, I just saw it coming. I'm not surprised. She's enjoying whatever cocktail or, you know, concoction she created when she no one was looking. Give, I also don't think she gets out of the bath when the ladies arrive to the house either. I think she's still in the bathtub. I think she's secretly like stuck in the tub being like, <laughs> I'm so fucked up and I'm really comfortable and I just can't find my way out of here. Where's the plug? I don't know what I'm doing. I have to say that before we get into the ladies arriving to the house and all of that stuff where we get the bomb dropped by Meredith about the, oh, the yeah. shoplifting and all Wild. of that situation. I have to say, I feel so bad for coach Sean, his son, because they're the ones home when the home is raided by the SWAT team. And I would be absolutely terrified. There's all of these armed people in front of their house. They're bringing out their hands above their head. I would be out of my mind. If that happened to me, not knowing what's going on, the person that they're looking for, your wife isn't there. Your mother is not there. Like this boy already tr- is traumatized by Jen Shaw being his mother. Mm-hmm. As we saw previously, this is just going to make him completely be like, I don't even want to be a part of this woman's life. Yeah. I don't know how her family can keep going, supporting her like this. Like, and I know that's really tough to say cause it's family and family blood is thicker than water on the housewives franchises. However, they're, they've lost so much faith in Jen over the past couple of years based on her behavior. Like this is, this goes beyond the pale. Like this is insane. And her poor son, I think just was kind of just now starting to get around to calling her mom again. Yeah. I, yeah, I, you're right. It's a nightmare. It's a fucking nightmare. Well, we'll get more details because they just announced the hustler and the Shaw shocker. Which is the new Hustler and the Housewife for ABC <laughs> documentary episode that they're going to do. This time on Jen Shaw. It's coming out November 29th. So we'll be watching So we're that. looking forward to those basically every time a Housewife is caught up in some legal trouble. Honestly, shocked they didn't have it for Teresa, but they really should. But Teresa got her own special, like, after. Uh, yeah. She I would be surprised if they decided to, like, maybe. Honestly, I bet you they approached Teresa being like, would you mind if we kind of did a throwback and did a... A piece on you and she probably was like no I'm good thank you 
at this point, like, I want that to all be behind me. I'm divorced. My parents are dead. Like, I'm good. Don't stop bothering me. She's like, I've been through the ringer. And I'm making plenty of money doing all of, all of the other she shit She doesn't I'm need doing. it. She you doesn't know. need it. Yeah. Um, I, I fucking died when the girls show up and <laughs> Heather just goes, it's the feds. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been me. Well, she's like, I'm on the way. I'm sure she had a couple drinks and is like, at this point, she's like, I'm just going to push through. How did you feel about the experience curators? Like, what? so, I mean, that's like totally like a really fair thing. Like an experience curator. I mean, Airbnb does it now where you can also purchase experiences through the house. And a lot of times if you are renting like a big house like that or like a, a, a special property, which it seems like there's as part of this company, they do have experienced people. It's kind of like your concierge at a hotel that can help you set up with like events that you're trying to do reservations, Interesting. give you suggestions. Interesting. I think it's, I mean, I know you're like, Oh, experience, whatever. No, but it's like, probably something that we would do to make money. You know what I mean? I would like 100% our, 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 our part-time hustle. I feel like, Oh no, I, if I uh, lived in Salt Lake or if I lived in Vail, I would do I mean, you thing. could even do it here in New York. I'm sure there's someone renting out a house nearby. That well, you Airbnb could be like, is actually, from what I understand, we still can't do that here. Airbnb is not kosher in New York. Legally. Right. I just had, well, I get it. I I've had friends. Okay. I've I had see friend, them in the city last, no, all the famous time. Famous last words. I've heard friends say legally and then go ahead and do it and then they get screwed. But again, I don't know what life is like post pandemic for Airbnb here. I feel like maybe they said forget it because. I looked up I a couple know. Airbnbs in town like a week or so <laughs> <Okay>. ago. <laughs> Never mind. Maybe I had I'm family wrong. visiting. I was like, can they do an herb? Um, okay. Can we, can you break down? the last couple minutes and like let's the what Meredith decided to drop on everybody really that it shook me yeah well first we find out that Jen Shaw's red flag that Louis Vuitton which Lisa could not even fathom she's like I'd rather be what was it dead in a ditch I know out of all the news there they've heard that day that's the one that really shook Lisa to her core she was like red flagged at Louis Vuitton I couldn't even imagine but that makes sense like yeah if someone paid in cash all the time and was paying like again tens of thousands of dollars using cash like of course you would flag them because like who the fuck carries around that much money i mean drug dealers like (laughs) truly in cash that much money if i saw that at i used to work at nordstrom and if i saw that coming into nordstrom it's it's a red flag for me like that and visa gift cards like people who have cash and people who have gift cards to pay for things no, no 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 unless they're 16 years old but like I mean, yes. When I was 16 years old, I would, I was using. Music I had like 500 bucks everywhere. worth yeah, of music. I was like, let's cards. go, let's party time. But <laughs> anyone else, I'm like, hmm, this is a flagged person. But which is totally terrible. But it's something the business makes us do. Not working there anymore. But I mean, Jen is also red flagged at Meredith's business because she, Jen went in there with her team, and someone from her team stole an item. I think it was a wallet or something. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think it was a snakeskin wallet. Yeah. From the place. They have video evidence Ooh. of it. They have eyewitness accounts. It's so bad. And she reached out and the person was like, I'll be back the next day and return it. And they returned the item. Thankfully, no bad blood. But like at the same time, Jen has continued to employ that person. I think partly because maybe it's a family member that she can't fire. And that's muddy the waters. It also makes me Meredith think that her. maybe Jen was like, Take it. I, I, ugh, I hate to say that, but no. that's how it feels a little bit. And but this also makes so much more sense because I always thought like I totally get that like if someone's coming after your kid even a little bit and there there's no there's not a lot of clarity on what was said, what was not that you yeah. might get a little upset with the person like. 
But it never really made sense to me that Meredith was so incensed with Jen um, over just that one thing. So now it makes more sense to see why Meredith and Jen are so on the outs is because there's been all this other shit happening between the two of them that Meredith, I mean, and I commend Meredith for not wanting to kind of smear her and like blap, put her on blast. Yeah. And then once all this other stuff comes out about her being a fraudulent, like money launderer, I think Meredith's like, well, you know what? This isn't the worst thing you're going to hear today. And I'm tired of like kind of keeping like defending her and keeping this under wraps, but this is why I'm having a real problem with her. I just was like, Way to go. Way to go, Meredith. Like, Well, <laughs> I had to say that I thought her getting the private investigator against Jen was stupid originally because I thought yes. it was just about the Brooks situation. I was like, really, girl? You're going to blow this whole Brooks situation up to the 10th degree? When now I'm like, oh, no wonder you got a private investigator because you want to see what her team is doing to make sure this isn't going to happen again or maybe kind of see what's going on. With Jen and her. Well, yeah, if you're hearing rumors about Jen and the Shaw Squad, and then something like that happens with your business, like you want to have more information. I would do it too. I would. I mean, I don't know if I'd go as far as to hire somebody, but I would start digging too. I would start not hiring private investigators, not calling the lawyers. (laughs) Just make sure I never go into business with you because you would not. Oh my God! First of all, this is that was a Lisa thing that I was coming after because Lisa's choices are suspect. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I do think the line, if we don't share what we know, we are in danger. That line got me from the ladies because I don't think. Yeah, I think I think it's true. Yeah, I think Whitney's right, because at the end of the day, they all need to be like, this is what we know. This is what we need to talk about to make sure none of us are implicated. If we do know something, it's going to help us out. If we all know, let's talk, which is something that Beverly Hills does not do. And I, I mean, it's a completely different situation in a sense where it's like Erica's the one who's like, I guess, a secondary Erica's situation. Erica's caught in the crossfires of something that her husband yes. did where Jen, Jen is literally persona non grata. Is that persona non grata? I don't know if that's the right thing. She's number one on the in, call on, sheet exactly. in this crime. <laughs> yes. To put it in actor terms. To put it in actor terms. She is literally top billed. Name over the title, Jen Shaw starring in. The That's Frog. exactly what I'm trying to say. So I also, so I think it's like, okay, this is very fair, you know, for these ladies to be like, we are directly involved with this woman who's directly involved and or ringleading this entire fraud case and if you're lisa you are you might literally be in business with her see and that's the thing is like how many people either like have had businesses advertised by her or she's brought in that they don't even know that these are the leads that she's getting which is a whole other implication of all these people which honestly these companies probably maybe can sue her even further more because they're like you gave us bad leads these are the leads that they're doing i'm sure that there's i mean there's a whole other side of it with the subscriptions like the illegal stuff that she's doing of get about getting people set up right actual leads the actual real part of the business, there's going to be implications in that sense too, which I think links Lisa. Well, and I, the reason why it's so big, again, I, we need to, we'll find out more and we'll do more research as the show goes on. But I think the reason why this is so big and why there's so many different agencies involved is because they, I think created like a, an empire. I think yeah. they created a huge marketing network of people who I think unknowingly, but also knowingly took leads that were, Unsavory. Uh, Unsavory and did what they did. It's a nightmare. And, you know, with Erica, the whole allegedly, allegedly thing, like, I didn't like it, but I was like, well, she technically is allowed to do that. But (laughs) this, I don't know if Jen's going to get away with the allegedly, allegedly. Or Stuart, because it's, it's, you know, you don't have all of these people descending on Tom Girardi, 
you know, no, you know, well, here's the other thing is they're doing an after show for Salt Lake City that I think we need to start watching. I think we need to start watching all of the after shows. I agree. Because I guess on one of the after shows, Lisa, not Lisa, Jen Shaw says who she spoke to on the phone when she got the phone call and what was that on the line, which I want to know. I don't know if she well, can do you remember Lisa also saying she thinks that Meredith knows something. See, that's the thing. I think Meredith, I mean, she had the private investigator i'm sure i think meredith probably when she and lisa were on better terms i'm sure meredith confided in lisa and said like this is what happened with jen and i at the store this is what i'm doing about it and honestly that's probably part of the rift between lisa and meredith because lisa was like oh i don't want to touch that with a 10-foot pole yeah i could see that so i think i think we're now really getting into why lisa and meredith have drifted apart why Lisa and Jen have gotten closer. It's all starting to become clearer. Totally. I think you're, I think you're right. What a supersized Salt Lake. What a great episode. And we're not even, again, we're now about to watch the one where Annie says it's the, one of the best in housewives history. We'll see. We will see. We will see. Well, let's move on to Potomac. If that's okay with you, we're on part two of the four part finale. Wait, we are not on part two only. We're only on part two. Oh my God. Uh, okay. Because next week, I think we're no, only you're, on. No, you're, you are so right. I, for some reason, had it in my head that we were in part three. I uh, I get why they're doing four parts now. Because it looks like this. the first three parts are a regular reunion. We've got the kind of drama happening at the beginning. Kind of a good, better chunk this episode. Mm-hmm. We've got the men in the end in the next part three. But I think the fourth part is literally just for Nicki Minaj. I think the last hour we're gonna oh, have you're right you're is right nikki's reunion which mm-hmm. i'm very excited for because i know it's gonna be she's gonna be not holding back she's really gonna go for it she seems to be a super fan i'm saying bring rihanna in for the beverly hills Shut reunion next year up. oh my god that's a great or like i mean idea. we were supposed to go to BravoCon this year just a couple weeks ago yeah a month literally a month ago we were yeah my birthday BravoCon. weekend we were gonna go but we didn't have the chance to, sadly, because it wasn't here. But I'm sure, I mean, I would be shocked if we Rihanna might start seeing that a lot up. more, seeing some celebrities pop in and say hello. Well, it's such part of the so, you know, question. pop culture now. The Mia and Candace. Where do you fall on okay. this? I think Candace really needs to check herself before she wrecks herself again, because I think Candace is coming in very strong. Mm-hmm. And what she does isn't the same as everyone else. Like Karen and Giselle said, they bring a little bit of humor in there. They jab and they're still friends. Whereas Candace comes from such a vicious place sometimes. And she's like, well, everyone talks about the bodies. Everyone talks about, you know, being a stripper. I don't buy it. And it goes to a threatening place. Yes. It goes it's to a, a yeah. I'm going to do something to you. You better watch yeah, out. Yeah, you better watch out. It goes to a place of like something's gonna start between us. So in Cand- in the sense of Candace, that's where I that's where I am. In the sense of Mia, I did like her, but now like hearing about the Twitter stuff and the way she's kind of acting in this reunion, I'm like, you are having that like first season kind of, I don't know, adrenaline, I want I wanna say, where she's kind of now going a little bit crazy. Agreed. Making herself look bad. Like she knew she was liked by the fans. And so now she's kind of doubling down and being kind of crazy on Twitter and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, and uh, But see, I agree with you and Andy where it's like, I think it's a first season issue. Yeah. And I think that she didn't start out that way, but I think she thought that she needed to start doing that. And because, the Twitter, needs you know, to I think she was, she was following the path that was sort of laid out for her a little bit. So seeing the reaction and how she, she, she dialed it back immediately and was like, you're right. I was wrong. I went off and I, I won't do it anymore. Like she, I think is like, I'm learning the game here. I'm learning yeah. how this works. I still like her a lot. And I think she should come back. 
Uh, that's just me, though. I think she'll come back. Candace, sure. though, I'm really happy that everyone was, even Wendy. Wendy didn't say much, but Wendy was giving her looks like, like girl, ooh, you need to chill. But I'm glad people are are really doubling down on Candace and saying, you know what, girl, you gotta. You're the common denominator here. You are the one who is starting again altercations. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's like gonna get out of hand again. It's, yeah, and that's the thing. It lean yeah, it leans on threatening. It leans on potential to get physical, and it's not good. Well, I mean, I was mad. I got to say I'm mad at Mia for coming after a scholar on Twitter, but I love that she printed up her own little tweets I for know, her first girl reunion. did her homework. I'm like she's really putting in the work to be a housewife next season. She was such a good friend of this season. She got a little bit in the drama but not too much. She came out looking great. Well, with the way she dressed and with her personality and demeanor. So, I'm rooting for a scholar for next season. I do like a scholar. I do want to see her get one more shot. But yeah, I, I, I went from liking her to being like, I could take her or leave her. Like I went back and forth, okay. you know, with that this season. I so, mean, push out Candace. I mean, they're not going to let Candace no. go. I, again, I, I say give her one more shot. Give her another season. I think this group of girls is a good group. So I, I would leave I, it alone for now. I have to say, Wendy was very, it was a stand-up woman when she apologized to Grace and then tells Giselle, and I better, I better be getting an apology to my kids when you get the chance. Because yeah. the way that Giselle tried to destroy Wendy's family with the rumor, which we're going to talk about a little bit more, is so much worse than Wendy giving Grace a bad look. Which I couldn't see what look they were talking it about. It literally was, Grace was walking by and Wendy kind of did like a whatever thing because they were trying to make a joke. or And which is, it happens. She apologized for it. Grace feeling bad because people were saying her friends were seeing her on TV and Wendy was giving her shade. No, I think Giselle said that to Grace, got Grace riled up because Giselle saw a look from Wendy. Yeah. I don't think I, I highly doubt that Grace is paying that much attention. And even so Giselle, if you're that worried, don't put your daughter as a main storyline for the season. Exactly. And since we're already talking about, it, let's just go for it. Like I, I'm so glad that the distinction was made that, the blog that they're talking about prints stuff that's garbage and not true and just mean and vicious all of the all time. the time. And they don't bring shit up on the show because they know it's garbage. But Giselle, I, but Giselle did that. Giselle did it to be messy. She did it because she, I think she was feeling a little resentful of Wendy because Wendy's feeling herself a little bit. Yeah. And I think she wanted to start some shit. I don't think she was anticipating it blowing back in her face so badly. But this whole excuse of I'm trying to be your friend and protect you and whatever, that's just a bunch of bullshit. And yes. Giselle, everyone can smell it. You know, if not for the Giselle and Karen like reconciliation and Giselle getting a little emotional, I would have written Giselle off completely this episode. I really loved though that connection between her and Karen, it made me remember, Oh, this is what I like about Giselle. This is why she's on the show. I like this relationship that they had. There's a respect, a love there, but you got to make that translate to your relationships with the other women, especially Wendy, because it's, she did, she dug her heels in this whole season with this, like I'm trying to protect Wendy thing and no one is buying it. Yeah. It's, it's just messy. I'm sorry. And the Zen Wen thing. I love Wendy, but you're not Zen Wen. You're very passionate and you're powerful. Eddie like, gave me that name. I, I am Zen Wen. <laughs> it's not a name. I am Zen Wen. Cause no, I agree girl, you're not. Like, uh, there are times when like, okay, you're a little much Wendy, but like nothing so crazy that I'm going to be pull Giselle and try to knock her down a peg with a vicious rumor. Also, I was so sad. The seven wick candle, the barrel candle, which is like, 
I looked it up. It was like 16 inches tall and 11 inches wide. Who the fuck wants that kind of candle? I did. I wanted it. That's so insane. Like, I'm looking at my three wig right now, and I'm like, this is a huge this one. This is a big pop-up. It's huge. This, I love it. I'm like, I I want but one. But, like, so I'm, I'm in a five or a seven? Like, shoot me in the face. Like, that's that's too much for It was me. called a barrel candle. But I also appreciated that they also clarified that Karen's been talking about candles for years. Yeah. If anyone stole thunder it was when he's it was wendy and you know and i i'm sorry i also think it's fucking awesome that mia put out that karma candle like in no time at all yeah that is amazing i'm sorry but that's so it was so good i have to say i think michael darby really does have a shot at being a producer for movies if he links up with another bravo celebrity who's also a fantastic producer none other than randall emmett i'm sure these two would take hollywood by storm i think they are a match made in heaven i'm sure you know, Noek Ed wannabe Randall Emmett would fall head over heels for Michael Darby. Maybe they could have their, you know, man on man relationship that Darby wants with. Yeah. Ashley's video package was pretty bleak. She looks phenomenal, but I just, I, I will free Ashley. Like, can we start the free Ashley movement? And I'm, I'm so happy that, Dean is starting to look more like Ashley because no oh. one wants to look like a Darby. No, please, please, please. I hope those children look more and more like Ashley as the years go on. Uh, oh, they would be blessed to look like Ashley and so not blessed. Did to look you like also Michael catch Darby. them talking about pooping during the break? <laughs> Literally, Robin been like, "Oh, I I poop at uh, nine a.m. and ten a.m." And I'm like, "Girl, me too. <laughs> like, I'm a morning pooper, and that's it." I just, I love, I just loved yeah. it. I'll ball day Again, long. Robin, can we have more of that from you? Robin is a snoozer. Wake up, girl. I honestly make Robin a friend of next season and I'll be happy. Um, my, also my favorite line was, um, you had a tummy tuck. Did you keep Jamal? I wrote the same thing. I was about to bring it up. I was like, you had a tummy tuck. Did you keep Jamal? Yeah. The plastic surgery ain't for nobody but yourself and let it be known. And I thought that was hilarious. It was fantastic. I love that Wendy's putting Giselle on her place because I feel like Giselle has kind of tried to be Queen B, even though it's Karen Huger. We know the Grand Dame is the Grand Dame, but Giselle just needs to figure her sh- like shit out. I'm I'm done. Move her, move her away because she's still great for the show. I still believe in her. She's the villain though. She's not quite a Kenya yet, but she's getting there, and it's making me nervous. Oh, I think she's full. I think she's full Kenya. Oh no, I think she's Kenya worse is than a Kenya. particularly is a particular brand of horrible. <laughs> That Giselle's I getting well, close still to. to this day. I don't. I really have. I. I don't see a problem with Kenya. Uh, okay, I will give. Okay, I will admit that my heart softened for her when we watched Dancing with the Stars this season because I thought she did great and I thought it was a great move for her. She was and fantastic. Who knows how she'll be on Ultimate Girls Trip? But I. Just when I am about to like her, Kenya says or does something that is so nasty and vicious that I just can't. So. You're wrong. History will validate me. Whatever. Okay. We need okay. to move on. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's move on to VPR. Yeah. VPR and Winter House. We'll, we'll get to Winter House in a second. I'm so irritated with Winter House. But uh, both shows were a little light this week. No? Yeah. I mean, VPR, I, we really, it was, it's really just coming down to three different storylines for this season, which is James and Raquel, Lala versus everyone, but mostly Brock, and... Schwartz and Sandy's, is this restaurant going to come or is it not going to come? No, I have a question for you. Um, at the top of the episode, yes. we're seeing James and Lala together. And now knowing that Randall's in real time is sort of out of the picture. I don't know. Do you think there's a, and this is truly just, I'm asking because it just popped in my head this morning. Is there a world where 
James and Raquel or James and Raquel kind of maybe don't get married and James and Lala finally find their way to like some sort of relationship. Honestly, I think those two deserve each other. More I'm, I'm than sorry, but I really the think they world. do. I really think I, they do. I want, I was going to say, I Raquel needs to get out of this relationship. That's what I was going to talk about with James because first of all, James being sober is not working for him. He cannot being sober around drunk people is not working for and him. And he's also not completely sober by Which, the, the true definition of sober. Well, we see next episode. He does a sit down with his therapist about the weed. And he's like, do you feel like it's, he, it's, do you feel powerless to it? Do yeah. You, yeah. And then he just, bur- yeah. I mean, because I think he does. I think he does too. Because I think he needs to be uh, with a substance to dim whatever anger or stuff he has going on in his life. Cause clearly he's a very aggressive person. And maybe the weed calms him down a bit, but like the alcohol, he thought, well, the alcohol would either numb it or make him blacked out to where he wouldn't remember what he was doing. Yeah. And have the excuse. Exactly. And have the excuse of, oh, I was drunk. I was blacked out. But yeah, I, he is so superficial, only cares about looks like he's like, I didn't know Raquel was so kind and you know, whatever. I just wanted to bang her. Like, okay. So my thing is this really bugs the crap out of me because like, yeah, like, you can want to bang anyone and then find out their personality later, whatever. That's fine. But like, he's still just so hung up about the looks. Like the looks shouldn't matter at the end of the day. It should be that like the soul of the person that you're with, you should be a good pair, should be a good match. I I thought he was supporting her and she was supporting him, that it was a really good situation. But now I just see it's all a facade and he just really just wants to like, just have a beautiful wife. He's really, mixed up in his head I feel like (laughs) I think he's really doesn't know what he really wants and oh Raquel if I'm her and I'm sitting there and I'm listening to him say like oh if it were me you would feel the same way and you would break up with me because I wouldn't look the same and I wouldn't be the same and Raquel's like no I love you as a person I love you for who you are as a person not what you look like through all of his disgusting. and I'm sorry but Raquel like I know you just got engaged and you put in a lot of time and effort and like you know you put a lot of hours in over the years dealing with this guy but at this point, if he's saying that to you, like, I would never marry someone that, like, that thought that. My thing is, so I have, I have, like, two kind of red flags for me. My first is if I've dated someone and they they chose someone else while they were with me, I have a knowledge that they will do that again. Because mm-hmm. if I wasn't good enough the first time, I'm not going to be good enough the second time, the third time, the fourth time. Mm-hmm. So, red flag for me there. Which kind of happened with Raquel. Yeah. If you think about it. Yeah. So that's red flag number one for me <laughs> yeah. because they were together. His eyes saw something else. He went for that instead. And she still thinks, oh, he'll, I can change him. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, it's going to be different, which at the end of the day, if you didn't have fully eyes for you, he's never really going to have eyes for you. Raquel. Sorry. Round two problem is someone who's like so concerned about like just the looks and is not saying anything else about personality. Like once in blue moon would be like, Oh, you're so funny. You're so great. Whatever. Like I really love being about you, but someone who's so hung up on looks in about 10 or 15 years, her looks are going to change anyways. She's going to be 35, 40. She's going to look different. Yeah. She'll be gorgeous. Of course still, but she's going to be have wrinkles. She's going to be sagging a little bit here and there. <laughs> James is going to see some other little cute little girl come work at sir playing his see you next Tuesday. She's the hotter new version of Raquel. He's going to get the newer model. His lease is up. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, it, it, no matter which way you look at it, this boy cannot be trusted well, to it goes, fulfill you. It goes back to the whole notion of, you know, and this is pretty basic, but it's like you can't love someone or be with someone until you can love and be with yourself. yourself. And James clearly 
is does not at love war himself. with himself. As is Raquel. Which, again, and that's fine. Like, that's human and whatever. But that that is not a signal to couple up with someone else. No. At all. And, and again, I had a lot of hope for them. And seeing James, you know, talk to her a couple episodes ago and seeing their engagement, I was like, I kind of think I got caught up in it. But these last few, the way that they interact and the way they relate and talk to each other, I just, like, I just don't think that they're a good fit and again listening Lala and James talk I was like you know with some heavy duty therapy like eventually the two of them could really work out but again who knows Randall I'm sure is still going to be in the picture like I know right now he's not they're broken up but I, I feel like he will be back because you know he is the father of the child mm, will be interesting well I hope and you know and I'm hoping Raquel can get her nose done with the money from the wiki feet Oh house. my god! Which, by the way, okay, I have to say, I did not know that was a thing. I feel I'm not like, surprised it's a thing. I mean, I've known Ugh, it's a thing. Gross. I not that I'm like into it. I'm not into it at all. But like, I feel like I could definitely sell my feet. I feel like <laughs> I have. I feel like I'm honestly I knew you the were gonna only fucking thing, say this today. The only thing that's bad about my feet that oh I think I would have to say is oh like god, I feel oh like god. they're just like a little bit hairy on the toes. Oh my! But god. maybe someone would be into that. I don't know what these people look for in feet. Like, I know Charlie was trying to do the whole thing. I feel like I have a good arch. I don't know. Are my toes too long? I don't know. I feel... Eddie, I couldn't tell you. I really haven't spent a lot of time looking at your feet. (laughs) And neither have I. But I would love to sell... I mean, if it's good money... (laughs) I can't with you right now. If it's good money, it's just a photo of your foot. You know what I mean? It's like the least... I know Raquel was like, it feels dirty. It's like the least bad thing I could sell a photo of. I mean, me. I'm not one to usually bring up a slippery slope argument, but <laughs> I feel like this is the beginning of something not good. This is it's the like beginning. the tickling shit. The beginning. Seems like harmless, but then if you go down okay. the rabbit you hole. You know I was watching that Riverdale episode and I was like, <laughs> I could make money tickling. I could definitely make money tickling. <laughs> oh my God, we must move on um, before I fucking murder you. Okay, so... Let's like deal with Tom and Tom's stuff, okay? Yeah. So Schwartz I just spelled think with an S. So lucky to have Lisa. I just want to say that again, and I just again, it brings me so much joy to watch Katie fucking school both of these idiots. Oh my gosh! Yes. When it comes to the restaurant and it comes to decision making, I love that the dude that they're working with was like, can you, can you come on? Can you be a part of this? He was like, I'd rather have you behind there than both of them. Yeah. Because (laughs) like we said before, Schwartz is doing nothing. I'm sorry. And Sandoval has two big of ideas. I mean, when he was like, it's something a square and she was like square yard or square foot. And he's like, uh, and she's like, it's a difference between $3,700 and $37,000. Yes, but like the fact that they don't even like that doesn't come to mind immediately for either one of them. Like, what the hell, you guys? I, I like how the guy Sandoval like- has got to crush his ego because Katie. Again, we've t- been talking about this for weeks now that Katie and Schwartz are a package deal. They are married. Yes. yes, that's the end of it. And whatever decisions you guys make will affect her, so she gets to have a say. Plus, she's been in the business for forever. Put your ego aside and let her fucking help because clearly you need her. The bring your wife to work day thing really bugged me. Oh. She should be on the board, on the board. Beyond. Um, it was, I you know I did feel for Schwartz though, when he was talking about his family. Um, I know that he comes from humble beginnings and that he sort of made it out, but his, his parents are divorced and He's his brothers. supplementing their income. That his, makes and his sense. brothers all live together and are not doing very well. I think one brother is actually not working, uh, not working at all. Yeah. And so the fact that he is trying to support them, but also his wife, but also, start this new venture with Sandoval and he has no fucking money. Like 
I would be panicked too. Yeah. And I think that he was looking for Lisa for a lifeline. And, you know, I think he's, again, they're very lucky to have her. Yeah. Because I don't know what they would do. I mean, honestly, I was shocked that he didn't just, you know, do a doggy style right there for some quick cash <laughs> in that, in that uh, mask. You were on one today. Am I really? No, I don't think I am. I just was saying. Between the feet and the doggy okay, style? Okay, this, this is just Vanderpump Rules. Okay, okay, it's okay, Vanderpump I Rules. Okay, fine. I will not do it. I'm likely to surrender where I'll do a good amount of things for money, but I will not do anything for money. The furthest I'll go is the Depends ad. <laughs> okay. And maybe okay, a picture so of my you, feet. You'll, you'll tow the Lisa Rinna line. Yes, I feel like that's a very fair line to tell. Okay, cool. Professional. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Um, I thought it was cool that Ariana is freezing her eggs. I think that's great. Yeah, I love how she did it. Like, F you to everyone being like, I get to make my own decision about my body. And whether I have these kids or not now or later, I'm going to do it. And um, I also, okay, the... I'm glad that Sheena and Lala kind of sorted it out. I'm yeah. glad that Lala and Brock sort of, you know, had it out as well. I mean, she's a fine wine and he wants scotch. <laughs> Which I thought actually was pretty funny. I, yeah, I don't think Lala's fine wine. I think her no. idea of herself is wrong. Yeah, but, but moving my forward. question is, like, I'm still on Team Lala. And I hope that that's the right team to be on. Because I just don't think that she's being that unreasonable. And yeah, I Lala obviously can, can get heated. But I... We've seen so much worse from her, and I don't think she's gotten that heated yet. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, especially with Brock and Machina. I feel like she's just defending herself when she's being, you know, kind of attacked for just speaking up and just saying something that's really obvious, and it's, I don't know. I also just want Sandoval to get the fuck out. I don't know why he's inserting himself in the situation. Well, Sandoval has to insert himself into every situation, but so does Lala. Like, I do think he is right. Kind of being like Lala, the common denominator is you at the end of the day, when people are having blow ups and fights, it's you. And she's like, I got to say what I need to say. And it's like, you can, but also if you really are Sheena's friend, like you said in the confessional support your friend, like at the end of the day, like, yeah, this is a, this is obviously not the best situation. It seems kind of murky and bad, but they seem to be fine. He's been very upfront and honest about it. Like, at the end of the day, like, I would be like, Sheena, I'm a little worried. But, like, Brock is being very upfront about it. He's told everyone in the group. He's let everyone know. I don't think he's coming from an insincere place. I'm going to let it go. But Lala can't let it go. See, uh, I feel like it's I, – I, I, I don't know. I just – I she brought it up, and then – she I, keeps bringing it up. I, I, keeps bringing it up is where I'm having a problem. I feel like she's brought it up twice, and the second time she kind of felt like she had to because the second time she brought it up was just she was just trying to apologize to Sheena because she was just trying to say like I was just looking out for you. I came from a good place. It wasn't meant to be malicious. Granted, it was in front of Lisa at that table, yeah. so it's you know that it's tough. It holds a heavier but after weight. That like it got brought up because Brock got upset about it and she yeah. got upset about it and then Sandoval got upset for Brock and brought it up so the whole keeping uh, her keep bringing it up thing I just think is not true and a little unfair yeah okay that's I, I'll give you that I don't know why but Sandoval's just been rubbing me the wrong way and Lala I don't know why but I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt <laughs> uh, I've, I've, I've really gone back and forth with Lala over my time but I just gotta say before we move on to Winter House did you catch Lisa Vanderpump. Oh, doing what? When they're going, she goes, oh, I keep all the dead bodies down <gasps> here. Kyle, oh. are you down here? <laughs> I 
was so good. It was really good. I mean, I get I'm team Kyle, but like I thought was it was really I'm funny. I'm team Kyle as well, but I was like, wow, Lisa, here we go. But I also I'm still I okay. I think Lisa's going to make her way back to Beverly Hills. Well, uh, they did um, all the ladies who were on All Stars. They were on Watch What Happens Live, and they asked if they think so and so people are All Stars or not. And they showed like they showed Jill Zarin. Everyone raised their thing. They showed Trey. I think only Cynthia raised her thing. They showed Lisa Vanderpump. Everyone raised their thing. And even goes Cal goes. Yeah, I got to give it to her and said that she was an All Star. So maybe that'll be a bridge. I, I've always said before, I like Lisa Vanderpump. I don't like LVP. They are two different people. 100%. They are from two different shows. They used to be the same person. Let's bring her back. Uh, should we close it out with the House of Winter? Let's close it out with the Winter House. So I feel like how is, the, like we said, the finale already is crazy to me. I feel like we've had five episodes. So yeah. Maybe five I have episodes. a major bone to pick with Winter House because I understand we're only there for, what, 16 days, but... A six-episode miniseries where nothing really happens. I feel like we're just starting to get into the nitty-gritty of it, and now it's over. Like, if they're going to do this again, they need to co- they need to commit to, like, a two-month stint like they do with, with Summer House. They need to, like, literally from after Thanksgiving through Christmas and New Year's, they need to have a true winter house because, like, I'm not down with this two-week thing. No, 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 no. This not is kind all. of dumb. I'm yes. a little annoyed <laughs> that we put no, time in. <laughs> because, like, I, I need more show. I need to see these relationships develop. I mean, this whole episode was about, like, is everything going to continue outside of the house? And I was like, oh, they've got a couple weeks to figure it out. And it's like, no, they have five days to figure out whether or not these people are going to, like, continue a relationship yeah, that's, the after whole the time, show. The whole timing and timeline of this uh, Winter House thing kind of really came into focus this episode. So, yeah, I don't know. The pa- Andrea and Paige thing, I feel like it's going to... It's, I think Paige is like, yeah, it's chill, it's fine, it's whatever. But at the same time, like, he's putting a lot of time and attention into her and saying and doing a lot of things. Like, I do understand why she's going to get upset next episode, being like, well, I might not have time for you. You know, like, no, she should say that. No, if he's going to be like, oh, well, I don't know what's going to happen, she should be like, okay, well, then I don't know either. I realize my issue with Gabby, she's just so one note and negative. Like, she's very flat. But that's the thing is, I just don't understand. Like, I also was like, wait a second. We didn't need Gabby or Julia or Jason. No, Jason's needed because he's with the hubs. We got to talk about that. But that's what I'm saying is, like, I feel like Jason could be anybody, though. Lindsay, like, I'm sorry. Oh, that's honestly fair. Lindsay is saying and doing everything she does with every other person. Like, she, the second that she and Austin were, like, a no-go, she literally just gravitated to the next breathing human guy that was there that she hasn't already messed with yet. Yeah. Like, who wasn't taken by somebody else. I was going to say, do you think Lindsay and Jason are dating? No. And they've been just keeping, she's been just hanging out with There's Austin. There's no way. No. I think she's already done something psychotic to make him run away. God love you, Lindsay. But I'm sure something's already happened where she's like, how many sandwiches have I made for you? And it's become she a She wants to show him the apartment. I loved finding out, I mean, first of all, she was in the shower with him. No one knew that they were in the shower together. They totally snuck in there together and then they <sighs> left. But when she was rubbing the sunscreen or the lotion on Julian, she's like, you've got such great hands. You, you work it in so well. She's like, handsy hubs. That's what they called me. And I was like, (laughs) what? So stupid. But yeah, like we didn't need, like besides the major couples that have formed or that were already formed before the show started, like we didn't really need all these like extra people. No, I don't know. It just, this episode threw me for a loop. Um, 
the Viking games I thought though were very fun, very so cute. So fun. Such a good time. Um Kyle's, Kyle's singing to himself drunk in the mirror. Oh, where he's like, I'm approaching 40, yes. everything is going fine. It, like, it, literally was like, it was literally like that little girl that stands on the counter and goes like, My life is awesome, my life is great, I have all my <laughs> friends. It was literally the adult drunk version of that. I love that. It was very funny. Um and but then, you know, I think, you know, we got cooking with gas again when we got into the Austin and Sierra and fucking Madison yeah, of it all again. And what the one major note I had was that Craig is such a good friend. I love that he immediately was like, I understand, but you blocked her for a reason. Of course, she's going to say all this stuff to you. She's trying to get into your head. Like, I would... I would just, you know, you have to ignore her. You have such a great thing going. Like, you don't want to mess it up. And then, of course, though, he says the one thing that's actually not true. Where he's like, oh, but you cannot talk to Sierra about this. Like, you have to keep, you cannot be honest about this. It's like, yeah. no, Craig, you were doing so well. No, so close. Please be honest with her because it's the only way that things are going to get any I better. mean, yeah. Madison, okay, I got to say, I, I think most of this cast is going to be coming back for Summer House. So I don't think this is going to be the end. And then we know that... Austin, Ciara, Paige, Madison are all filming for Southern Charm. I love that our multiverse is like truly bleeding into each other. Yes. And these shows are becoming like a mix of all of them because yes. it's going to bring the viewership up for all of them. Oh, I'm well, yes, I'm because now, I'm now, now you're gonna going be on to make Southern sure Charm. that I watch Southern Charm. Yeah. I'm going to make sure that Summer House I mean, I or I'm already watching watch it, Summer but House. I'm going to like definitely make sure that I get back on that as soon as it comes out. Gosh. It's great. <laughs> my one of my the was it my two favorite quotes were I hate when the boys get together and chat they're all not smart enough. <laughs> and then what was I think I think it was Kyle screaming nothing shouts viking louder than a tricolor carrot. <laughs> I thought the food looked good though. I will say Jason, Jason did a good did job. Jason did a good job. Yeah, no, I I was very impressed by Jason and his chefery. I mean, they don't have Danielle's boyfriend in the house this time, so they'll be getting the good food. I mean, maybe Jason will join the summer house and then Jason and Danielle's boyfriend, what's I forget his name, will like make a really like feast or like they'll do like a battle of the chefs, a chef cook off. Maybe, maybe. That would be fun to see. But, but, but it was the, good. The thing, like I said before, the whole, you know, the timing of all of this and the fact that they're not there for that long and that all this stuff is coming up and whatnot, I... I kind of understood why Austin got so annoyed when Julia was like being so like loud and annoying about like, Oh, what does that mean? What's going to happen after the house? La, 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 la. Yeah. After all the shit that he was getting from Madison, I understand why he was a little bit like, we've been here for a few days and like what's going on with me and Sierra is really great. And like, can you not be obnoxious like yeah. that? Like I, I kind of got where he was coming from, but totally. I also understand why Sierra is like, I've only known you this short amount of time, but I'm already feeling all these feelings. Like I don't like the vibes, like things, something shifted and something feels weird and it makes, it's making me feel uncomfortable. Like I got both sides of it. So, but I don't, but now I don't know. I wonder if next episode will be clear on whether or not Sarah and Austin are still together or what, or I don't know. I, I'm assuming I, they still are, but I mean, it just seems weird. Are they going to, they're not going to have a reunion. I don't know what the, everything's. Well, I would say they should have a reunion, but again, there's only like what? Six episodes. Yeah. I don't know. It's very weird, but I'm hoping, I mean, this was probably, it was just like a test show. I'm sure to see if people were interested in them doing something like this. So, I think if they're going to do it next time, they got to commit. Totally. Commit after Thanksgiving through Christmas and New Year's. Perfect. No, I agree. Yeah. They don't get to celebrate with their families, just with each other. No. No, they must sacrifice. They must sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think 
we mentioned it all. Yeah, I think we did. I think we really did. We, we probably might have a break next week for the Thanksgiving holiday, but we will be back after. Mm-hmm. We'll be getting some good eatings up here in New York City. Well, because we're going to be talking about uh, Ultimate Girls Trip. Yes. December 1st is Real Housewives of Orange County. Oh, my gosh. I thought we were going to have and a break no, after Winter House. And nope, no, we no, just no. start full fours into OC. I'm God so excited. Bless. Again, Heather Dubrow, we're so excited to have you back. I'm so thrilled. Well, if you aren't already, make sure you're subscribed wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And if you're on social media, we are too. You can find us by searching at Hot and Bravo. That's at H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.